Hello and welcome back to Art on a Podcast, the podcast created by Art on a Postcard. This is episode three of series three, so we're moving along pretty swiftly uh, ahead of our summer auction that is fast approaching the 25th of June that opens until the 9th of July so we're getting geared up and in today's episode I'll be interviewing one of the participating artists Kev Monday. I hope you're doing well and that uh, you've been doing whatever it is you need to do to find some calm and some happiness. Um, I don't know if before the lockdown many of you got to see the Cara Walker statue at the Tate Modern. Um, It's a breathtaking piece not just for its humongous scale but also for its themes of identity and race and history and violence Um, and with all the statue debates going on currently she's perfect to look into and the Tate Modern have a page on their website um, on their homepage currently but I'm sure you can search her name on their website if not Um, and it's got uh, videos and info about um, her huge sculpture that was in the the turbine hall Um, and it refers to and reflects as well um i mean it can be more relevant to what's going on and i think she's great as a resource to go to and look into if you're on the hunt for some art that could adequately reflect or give a voice to the times that we're living in and tell us something about ourselves okay so that was just my take (laughs) my hot take um for this week um so i'll just move straight into the episode so it's with kev monday as i say um and kev creates colorful utopian worlds and invites the viewer to spend some time living in them inspired by people watching and the everyday kev exaggerates and celebrates the ordinary and aims for his art to appeal to all ages using bold lines and block colors the vibrancy of kev's style creates an enthralling visual experience. His iconic crowd paintings depict a sea of unique individuals which pay tribute to the beauty found in diversity. Kev has created artwork for brands including Walt Disney, Ikea, Artfinder and Uniball and his art is collected and exhibited worldwide. He was recently named by The Telegraph as a British artist to invest in right now. So enjoy the episode and be sure to take a look at Kev's Art on a Postcard pieces at artonapostcard.com. They're beautiful, colourful works featuring a mischievous looking duck. And it that is um, relevant um, and quite a really cool thing for us that he's chosen to go with the duck. As we talk about in the episode... Kev says and describes why, you know, he always comes back to the bird, to the duck, to that kind of animal. So it's special to have um, one of those in, um, as you will hear in our chat. Um, So the exhibition is well underway. We have all the artworks in from everyone, which is very exciting. And we're ready to go up for auction on the 25th of June until the 9th of July. Some of you may also not know that we sell these beautiful bespoke frames on our website that allow you to see the front of the artwork and also the signing on the back from the artist um which is obviously 
really special and they come in white, black and wood and different sizes. Um, also we have doubles and triples and singles um, depending on how many you buy or if you collect a set for instance um, and they're on our website for about 10 to 15 pounds. Um, so really great bargain and a great way to show off whatever artwork you purchase from the auction. So um, without further ado, Kev Monday. Hi Kev. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? How is lockdown for you? Uh, yeah, all things considered, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good I think, thank you. Yeah, yourself? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm out in the countryside, which is um, not my usual home, but um, staying with my boyfriend's family, so it's quite, um, it's quite nice being out here. And nice. Being in nature, yeah. yeah. Um, how do you find creative in, creating in this environment? Do you have a, a routine that you stick to or anything? Um, so just before they announced the, um, the lockdown, I sort of went to my studio and got as much stuff as I could from there. And I've just been working from home since then. Um, oh. My partner, um, she's furloughed and she's an artist as well. So there's been times where we've both just been sort of painting home together. It's been really nice. Oh, but, um, lovely. You know, the sort of reality of it's never that far away, is it? So yeah, yeah, it's hard to get into the zone creatively, but I've been quite productive, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And obviously you're used to working on you know, large scale surfaces. I know you do um, other bits too, but um, how are you finding the kind of, just given your sort of the, the, the vast kind of sizes you're used to working on, how are you finding kind of the physical? Yeah, it's a bit of a challenge. And obviously like all the, um, all the murals and public art stuff I had planned as all being put on hold for the time being. But um, yeah, yeah, a fair amount of what I do is on canvas as well. So I can keep going with that kind of thing. And, yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Um, so I've been um, looking through some of your works and I think they're such a good uh, tonic for a time like this, just because they're so joyful and playful and colourful and um, they're really sort of, um, they're great to step into, if you like, kind of through the imagination. Yeah. And I've read that you like to create uh, utopian worlds is is what I've seen written. Yeah, um, yeah. What is your version of utopia, and why create it, and what does it entail? Um, it's quite interesting actually, because I've been thinking about it quite a lot through all this. Because um, I always used to say like my work's just inspired by my surroundings and that kind of thing. But then, when the reality sort of changing from this, it's uh, made me realise it's not that so much that. Um, so I was sort of doing some sketches of um, like all the parks near us. They've like uh, taped up all the swings and all that kind of thing, and I thought I could try and do some you know, social commentary art, but my stuff is very much escapism and, uh, yeah, it's made yeah. me dwell on that quite a bit more and, uh, yeah, realised that just sort of trying to sp spread a positive, happy message, I suppose. Yeah. I want the artwork to be well executed, but more than anything, it's just to make people smile and, um, yeah, escape from reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I suppose uh, the kind of using sort of cartoon kind of animation um, style or form or whatever um that can really help with with um engaging with that kind of fun sense of of imagination um, yeah 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 that they're extremely joyful definitely um that comes across um and also having watched some of uh videos of your process oh, yeah. working directly onto walls you seem so sort of um 
confident and free-flowing. Um, do you know what you're going to paint before you go? Or is there um, an I try not to. I try to um, have sort of a rough idea in my head of the subject matter. But um, I find it a lot more fun and also a lot easier just to just go for it and see what comes out most of the time. Unless yeah. I'm sort of working to a brief that somebody's asked me to do something specific, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And do you ever, in doing that, like, does that, could you sort of go with something and if, if, you, if you go in a kind of direction you think, oh no, that hasn't really worked, are you somewhat, would you work that in or would you, would you do you kind of, is there, a, is there a process of erasing something? Can you sort of... Yeah, it's pretty it? easy to hide your mistakes because no one really knows what it's supposed to look like anyway. <laughs> Yeah, um, I see a lot of sort of, um, in, in the video that I watched, I think you were doing lots of uh, animals uh, okay. and kind of creature-looking things all, all sort of smushed together. Yeah. Um, how do you, and, and why do you make them so, uh, like tessellate so much, if you know what I mean? Like, um, in, in, instead of bringing in some distance between the figures, they're all quite close together. Yeah, why do you um, think do that? A lot of the art that I like looking at is always very busy, so maybe it comes from that. I also just like you sort of get relationships between them by putting things next to each other. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, and I like the way it sort of just makes your eye move around the canvas through having the different elements so close together. I do do some where it's a bit more spaced out, but in general, it's more, yeah, it's always that kind of style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Uh, the the crowd paintings that we're talking about um they they they're really great to sort of um as you say look at the different relationships between the different figures um that we're looking at and am i right in saying that they come from a process of people watching yeah so i do a lot of uh, sort of quick sketches through um yeah of people and then they, by the time it gets to the finished characters it's never really that close to the initial sketch but um yeah, I'll go out of a sketchbook and sit in a park and draw quickly the people walking past, or I'll just sit on the sofa and uh, draw the people on the telly. And um, oh, really? fill, up, fill up a lot of sketches, uh, a lot of sketchbooks, sorry, with that kind of thing, and then develop them on. Yeah, yeah. And I have like repeated characters that pop up uh, quite regularly in the work. Yeah. Uh huh. Who were the re who were the repeated bunch? Um, it moves on quite a lot. Like I'll look at one I did like a year ago and then I'll notice I sort of dropped like half the characters and I'll never really do it deliberately. It's just um, a process of, um, yeah, just, just through bringing in new, new ones basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen the duck. I, I love the card you've done for us with the, oh, yeah. the duck is featured on that. And I've seen in some of your work that that duck keeps um, coming back up. I yeah, really ducks love... and birds are quite a yeah, good one for me. When I can't think what to draw, I normally go for a bird. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, because obviously you started um, at the young age of eight, of 16, is that right? As a street yeah, artist? Yeah, um, sort of got into it for, yeah, graffiti and street art. Um, yeah, and then did my first work sort of under my actual name on yeah. canvas um, when I was about 19, yeah. Yeah, what was your, did you have a tag name? Um, various different things, but never, I was, it wasn't very prolific. You wouldn't have heard of any of it or anything like that. It's just, you know. Yeah, yeah. And were you kind of a, a, like one of those, like a thrill-seeking street artist? Were you sort of like out in the night painting on train lines or...? Uh, never on trains, but um, yeah, more just uh, aspiring for that kind of thing, but never being confident <laughs> enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I saw that you, you used to work with stickers a lot. Yeah, lots of stickers and uh, paste-ups, which is like a sort of, you know, like uh, working on wallpaper and then pasting onto walls, that kind of thing. Ah, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be quite tricky. That You must need quite a lot of time and space. Yeah, that, you, yeah that sort of thing you do in the night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds quite fun. I've it always fancied myself <laughs> if I was ever brave <laughs> enough to go and do something like that. Um, yeah, I still love doing stuff in public and I work with spray paint a bit for murals and that kind of thing, but yeah, only where I'm allowed to do it these days. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it works great in the public realm, I think, because, like you said, because um, obviously you're you're going for something quite joyful and uplifting, like having that sort of thing around is only going to pick the spirits up in a, in a space, you know. Yeah, this, this time has made me really want to go out and do some public work as well. Hopefully we can get some of that going in the summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be brilliant. Um, how do you go about, like, picking up uh, work from public spaces like do you contact a building or do you contact councils or like yeah a little bit and then sometimes it's people contacting me um, yeah yeah a bit of both I've got quite good relationships with the councils around the area where I live in Hampshire so I've done quite a lot of projects around here oh, um, nice. and then yeah if, if I there's a few walls and stuff in London I've done where I've contacted them sort of seen it seen a nice spot which I think would work well and yeah just just ask nicely basically yeah yeah oh sounds good um because I, I know you still like to paint on unusual surfaces, don't you? Like um, police cars is, is, I've seen your police car that you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, grandfather good. clocks, pianos. How do you, like, how do you, if you know what I mean, like, how do you stop um, painting or drawing on anything? Like, how do you know, to, like, what, what would be an object that you'd say, yes, that needs art on it? And, like, do you know what I mean? Like, what's the process of, like, differentiating between what needs art and what doesn't? Um, it's a difficult question. I don't know. It's not really. <laughs> I don't really look at the object as like, uh, and then put stuff on it being the context of the object. I just look at it as a shape. So right. with the grandfather clock, I'm not like referencing the clock or the mm. piano. I don't reference the piano or the police car. Um, I like working on big things um, that have impact. So like the the pianos and the grandfather clocks. I think they're quite quite horrible looking objects in the first place. A lot of <laughs> in the houses. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, I think they work really well for uh, brightening them up. And, mm, mm, yeah. And yeah. um, um, given that you obviously, you know, you, you paint on, on all these kinds of unusual spaces and, you know, you, you take over a white wall and, and make it really colourful with these tessellating figures, um, how, what does your studio look like? Like, are, are you, is it, is it just as sort of colourful as all your artwork or do you like to have <laughs> space? Um, yeah, the walls are pretty colourful behind the canvases. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's very messy. I share it with one other person. She's a ceramicist. Right. Um, it's, it's not the biggest building, but it's, uh, it's about a mile from my house and I can just go there and escape and make a mess. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sounds fun. Um, and the, um, the Telegraph described you as British artist to invest in right now and yeah, yeah. you're the best-selling British artist of the year on Art Finder. Um, what is it about your work that you think people connect with most? That, uh, yeah, what is it that they, that they connect with in your art? Do you think? Um, I suppose it's, it's very commercial because it is colourful and happy and sort of thing people like to live with in their homes, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. 
and not is too that... challenging either. So people, some people have it for like for the whole family will get into it and they put a piece in their kids' room and yeah. Yeah, I've seen that you do um, art for. You, you've said that your art is for all ages. Is that important to you? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, like I said, I really like it when the whole family like it. I think that's great. They all get something out of it. But yeah, mm. I, I do like it when kids get into it because you think there, there's no like, um, what's the word, like. Yeah. Pretension there. They, they, if they like it, they like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I love going to galleries with 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 kids, and also um, also uh, people who don't necessarily call themselves like art connoisseurs. Like for instance, going on the yeah. gallery with my brother, he's got a really instinctual kind of you know he just he just looks at something and says like yes that's wicked or like, I don't like that and it's kind of really an unpretentious way of looking at something which is yeah that's great yeah yeah it normally it normally makes you yourself sort of like oh yeah you know shake your own pretensions and look at something <laughs> for what it is which is um really really great um and so how did you find doing the postcard for us uh, what was that like for you yeah I enjoyed doing that I've done a few of uh, the projects for um for the art and the postcard I did the Russian dolls a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wicked. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. One. Um, just to do something quite quick and small. And uh, yeah, I was looking for all the other ones. There's some really great ones this year. Oh, yeah. It's such a good exhibition. It's, I think it's, uh, like we are saying, I think it's such a tonic um, to what's going on. It's such a, a colourful exhibition. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the, uh, Lee Ellis. He does like a, yeah. like challenging portraits. I like them. Yeah, yeah. Well, your work definitely stands out um, in the exhibition. I think it's um, such a, a beautiful and um, fun and joyful kind of piece of art that I think, as you said, would be something that people would want to have around them in their living space. So, Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Um, and what are you up to for sort of the foreseeable for the rest of lockdown? Do you have any projects that you're working on? Or I know you um, said that obviously it's a bit of a challenge in terms of the public art. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a lot. Um, a lot of stuff being cancelled. I was supposed to be in Brussels for the Affordable Art Fair, and I was supposed to be back in Paris again this week or was it last week to paint a big mural. And that's all been cancelled. Oh. Um, so basically, just getting on with painting at home and uh, just yeah, working. Uh, I sell online through a lot of the art marketplace kind of thing, so I'm okay, sort of continuing with that kind of thing, and just yeah, the day I can go out and paint outside again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. So, are you selling work at like from home? Like yeah, I'm working from home. I've started going back to the studio a little bit this week, just because I got a commission for a pretty big canvas I can't do at home. Because uh -huh. uh, there's only two of us working in the building, it's quite easy to distance. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, I'd be really excited to see um, once you finally, we're all finally released from the confines of our houses. <laughs> I'll be really excited to see um, uh, where you go and when you're back up and running. And like you said, uh, sounds like you've got a real eagerness now to, to go out and paint um, something to cheer us all up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be brilliant. Um, well, thank you very, very much for um, chatting with me today, Kev. It's been uh, really great. And as I said, I, I'm, I've really been loving checking out your work and watching your videos as well. I find the way that you just flow with your hand against a wall sort of so like, 
um, confidently and without those under sketches. It's just there's, there's something freeing about the way you do it, and it, and I think that reflects in the way that the viewer looks at, at your work as well. It's quite thank you. Yeah, I think I need to do some more of them videos. It's uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's quite interesting for me watching the back. Actually, I don't realise how sort of involved <laughs> I get in it, and uh, yeah, just sort of <laughs> into the zone. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, great. Well, I hope that you uh, that you have continue to you know be able to keep working in lockdown and stuff and um yeah thanks very much for chatting with me yeah thank you nice talking to you good luck with the uh organizing it. oh yeah. thank you <laughs> stay safe <laughs> you. all right bye bye, -bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Art on a Postcard. You're listening to Series 3, A Colourful Summer, all about our upcoming summer auction between the 25th of June and the 9th of July. You can bid for all artworks online and each work starts at just £50. As always, all proceeds go towards the Hepatitis C Trust and their campaign to eliminate the virus by 2025. If you're liking the podcast, please do like, subscribe, share and tell all your friends about it. It all helps to get the word out and it all comes back to the hard work and efforts of the charity. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful week.